Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. Thank you for joining us here on the Infinity Studio streaming channel every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. Thank you for hanging out. Be sure to hit that subscribe button that you see right there below you on the Infinity Studio streaming channel on YouTube. That's where you're going to find all our greatest shows, including The Waiver Wire, Monday Night Fredo, The Breaks, and more. As usual, I have my co-host here, Money Mike. How you doing, bud? Man, I'm all right. Are we going to win this game? Got to I don't figure know. that out. Yep, Lakers playing right now against Washington. Got a couple injured players out there. Of course, Anthony Davis is injured. We all know that. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. And then uh, now Austin Reeves went out with an ankle injury in this game, so they're starting to pile up. Of course, Patrick Beverly isn't playing. We've got some other players out, but that's okay. That's okay. The Lakers still need to get this win because it's the 12th seed versus the 12th seed. So as Charles Barkley would say, why are we talking about the 12th seed? Why are we talking yeah. about the 12th seed? There's a conspiracy going well, it's on. It's because we in L.A. Because we in L.A., we are Lakers show. That's yeah, right. We're talking right. about even if they're the 14th seed. All right. Uh, our our co-host, Stat Pat, he got delayed in traffic, but the show must go on. So he is joining us from the side of the road, actually. Let's bring him in. Stat Pat, how you doing? Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I got you guys. How how, how you guys doing tonight? Okay. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can you're, hear you're you. You're kind of low, but we'll, we'll figure kinda it out. Low, we'll figure that out on our end, but but it's okay. We can hear you a bit. Um, so uh, thank you for doing what you can to join us. We really appreciate it. You're so important and part of the show. Uh, how are you feeling tonight, Stat? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I, I don't like the fact that Anthony Davis is out for another month, but, you know, I mean, that's just how it is for the Laker fan, right? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's super low. Um, okay. okay, we're going to do our best here, uh, Pat, and uh, we, can, we can barely hear you on our end, but we're going to do our best here. Um, so uh, as, as Pat alluded to the fact that uh, uh, Anthony Davis is out for uh, approximately a month, but money. Nobody knows why. Yeah, we don't really know why. Like, what, what, is the, what is the secret? Yeah, we, we don't actually know why. Um, so uh, we're just going to have to keep an eye on that. Maybe I, I would say we would talk to Marco, but Marco at least needs to have some kind of diagnosis to go off of besides a, an injured ankle. Yeah. Um, now, uh, this is a shock to nobody. We all knew at some point during the season that he would go down for at least a little bit. We're hoping it's not too long. Um, the Lakers cannot afford to lose games right now. They've, they've already exhausted their space for, for game losses. They, they just don't have any more room for this. So, um, you know, the Lakers absolutely need to hold court. They, they really can't even go, you know, 500 ball while he's out. They have to be winning because they're already still under 500. So um, what do you think the Lakers need to do in order to to hold firm while AD is gone, and we're just assuming it's a month, even though we have no information. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is crazy because um, uh, it, it, the fact that I, it's like, why are we all of a sudden hiding hiding things? Like we know, and you when you even go look at the injury, he went for a reverse layup and he just landed on it, and then he kind of walked off. And they did an X-ray, of course, that was fine. The MRI. They they did that, but they, they're not saying anything. They're, they're not saying announcing anything. He's going to be out at least a month. 
So what is it? Is it broke? Um, just Sprain, grade yeah, one, it. grade two. We've learned a lot um, from uh, everything, you know, with Marco and so forth. But we need at least a little bit of info. Yeah. What's going on, money? We good? We're low. We're low. Everything's low. Okay, he's working on it. He's working on yeah. it. All right, thanks, guys. We're low on, on Clubhouse. We understand we're working on technical difficulties here, guys. Um, but uh, uh, Anthony Davis, uh, you know, like we said, he's out. We don't know what's wrong. We don't know what's going on. We do know that it's an ankle injury. Uh, we know he's in good spirits because he's at the game tonight on the side watching the game. Um, your boy LeBron is going to have to carry the weight, and we know you don't have too much faith in that. So, so talk to me about I, what I, LeBron I don't. needs I to mean, do. I don't like. I, I don't know if you, you guys, uh, uh, well, everybody listened to the last show. Um, I put a bet out there, and and uh, to Fredo, yeah, and, Monday and, Night Fredo, and you know, I did a cardinal sin in number one talking crap before the game was over. It was less than five minutes. I sent out the text. Asking what the score was, and all of a sudden the Celtics start roaring back. Um, everybody's blaming um AD for missing the free throws. Um, I'm saying um okay, that happened, but the game was tied. We had 12 seconds left in the game, and LeBron James had the ball. And why does he not drive to the hole? We need. You we kept need, saying that as we're watching the game today. You're yeah. like, why doesn't he do that at the end of the yeah, game? Yeah, why does not? Why doesn't he do that at yeah, the end of the game? Because that's why I don't understand. Like everybody's looking at him. He has the ball. They expect him to go ahead and take it. And dude, if you drive to the hole, either you're going to slam dunk the ball, or force, or a call. they're going to, or they're going to foul you. I mean, you're a 20 year veteran, MVP. Somebody thinks you're the goat, man. Like. Come on, man! Like at the end of the game, this is the, this is what. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You said somebody. So it, I, a lot of people. A few people think you're, <laughs> you're like somebody. I, I, there's one guy out there who thinks you're the goat. Is that is that what you're yes. suggesting? Somebody there, thinks you're the goat. Someone thinks you're the goat. Okay. So uh, while that game's going on, of course, we're we're gonna keep this truck rolling. We're gonna keep this ship uh, sailing, and uh, we've got some things to talk about. As the title of the show says, um, three trades the Lakers need to make, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see if we can get Stat Pat back in and if his volume's any better. Uh, Stat, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah a lot yeah, better. A lot yeah, better. A lot okay. better. Thank you, Stat. Uh, you can hear us okay? Perfect. All right, perfect. Um, so what we're talking about today is uh, three trades the Lakers need to make. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and get started here. We know the obvious players that are on the trading block and our potentials, and we know that that would be Kendrick Nunn, Patrick Beverly, but, you know, those guys, are, they're not providing much this year. So any team that accepts them is is either doing it as a salary dump, meaning that they'll accept those players and then buy them out. So that way they just don't have them on the team. But if anyone's looking for anything decent or a playable player, that's not going to get it done. Um, what do you think the Lakers need to do or be, at least be prepared to give in um, as far as some sort of quality player to get something back? Let's just say, you know, the rumors out there are the Bradley Beals, the Kyle Kuzmas, um, you know, the Chicago uh, players over there, DeRozan, Vucek, uh, all, all sorts of different players. But, you know, it, it just seems like it's going to take more than Kendrick Nunn and Patrick Beverly to get it done. Um, we're all a little hesitant to trade Westbrook right now, but I guess the reality is, are we a championship team with Westbrook? Uh, what do you think, Stat? Yeah, you know, um, 
well, first of all, we have to get rid of the dead weight. So if they're not really contributing, um, they have to go. And so you're saying like Patrick Nunn, Patrick Nunn and Pat Bev, I mean, um, Kendrick Nunn and Patrick Beverly, both of them are, are just not pulling their you know, end of the bargain. So for me, it's addition by subtraction. Um, in terms of uh, where are we now, um, I'm really kind of um, irritated the fact that we haven't made any trades because we see now we need it. And now it's almost like, are we going to be in tank mode? Now that we don't have uh, Anthony Davis, are we going to now tank or something like that? So how are we going to get these, 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 these wings that we need to compete? We still need wing help, even though Thomas Bryant is working, you know, like Gabriel, but um, you know, AD is going to be a big void to fill. And um, speaking of AD, I just want to ask you guys this one question because I never seen we as Laker fans. I don't think we ever experienced a, a, a injury prone superstar. Like, is this our T Mac? You know, is this our Grant Hill? Is this our you know Brandon Roy? Like, is this our person that if he would be healthy, he'd be a top ten player? Because that's what all the narrative with those guys were. If they were he- if healthy, they'll be top ten players. What do we do now with AD? I know we we can't trade him, but at the same time, it's like, do we continue down that road too? There's a lot of stuff that should be on the table when it comes to the Lakers and how to fix us. Well, there's one thing that you mentioned there in, in, in that uh, – uh, 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 forget it. One thing you mentioned right there, and that was the word tank. And by definition, to tank, that means you're getting something at the end and the Lakers have nothing because uh, they do not control their pick uh, this year in the trade. So if they tank, they're just giving that to New Orleans, which, of course, isn't anything we want to do. So – Tanking really isn't an option this year, so they got to play it out. They've got to at least go for wins. Their goal is to 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 you know uh, try and stay out of the bottom ten. Um, but you know the, this injury to Anthony Davis is is nothing surprising. Uh, although we were all talking about how he was you know seemed to uh, strengthen his core, strengthen his body a little bit. We were we were just kind of gaining some faith. But in the beginning of the season, though, Mike. Uh, you know, we talked, we were looking for about 62 games, I think was the number that we were looking for. And we were hoping he would finish the season. Now we may still get that because he hasn't really missed any games yet. So if he misses a few, that's okay. But the problem is, is if he misses some games, we can't afford to go 500 right now. We we've already, we already gave away so many games at the beginning of the season that, that we need to excel. And if we don't excel, we're not going to get the playoffs anyways. So what's the use? Yeah, I mean, but listen, we got to continue to play. You know, uh, you know, we can't give up. We know AD uh, went down. Uh, he got his rhythm when LeBron got hurt. Um, you know, AD stepped it up when LeBron got hurt for those, you know, what, six, seven games that LeBron was out. Yep. So, personally, I'm expecting LeBron to do what AD did. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's supposed he, we with LeBron and Westbrook, we should still be competitive and be able, be able to win some games. Against the bottom dwellers, we're not going to win games against the, the teams beat, that we are. We just beat um, what's the name? Um, Denver. Denver's good. Yeah, but but the, again, not, that that's a game where they start the game and they're they're scheming for a, a game against AD. Now teams don't have to do that. 
So, you know, sometimes when, when, a, a, you know, it's always the assistant coaches that, you know, scheme the, the next team that's playing, they all have a uh, role in this. So, you know, they, when they're putting that together, they're scheming for a DAD goes down and all of a sudden Thomas Bryant's playing good, but they don't have a plan for, for playing against Thomas Bryant. So that came as a surprise and kind of knocked them off course. Now though, all the teams know there's no AD, so they're going to be planning for that and they're going to be able to stop Thomas Bryant or anything that he does because he's he's limited on what he can bring. He doesn't have the same arsenal that, you know, an Anthony Davis has. So, um, you know, they're going to be able to scheme against that. They're going to be able to play up on LeBron. They're going to be able to play up on Westbrook. Um, you know, and then if we add to that, if, if God forbid Austin Reeves is out for any length of time and he was somewhat, you know, we all agreed the X factor of this season, we're in trouble stat. Yeah. Um, and what you were talking about how teams are going to scheme for us, we were talking about just how like scheme against us, like offensively, what about the flip side and how they know that, you know, they're just going to basically, uh, if the Lakers are like one, a, a top one or top two teams, with points in the paint, which most of that's all AD. Well, you take AD out and you give and you block that paint off and you basically force the Lakers to do something they really do not want to do. And that's literally shoot threes. Like they don't want to do that. So um, the fact that we have to now shoot better <laughs> because like we don't have any inside presence. I mean, LeBron has a okay post game. But you can't put him in the post and then get those same kind of uh, numbers that would collapse the defense. You know, everything is on the perimeter. So I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be um, your dire straits. As far as I see, we've seen this movie before. We've seen when when AD goes out, how do we look? We don't have the necessary horses. And like you said, uh, I didn't even I forgot. I know we don't have our draft pick, but man, I mean, you can't you can't tank. You can't tank. And we can't win games, so we're in this weird purgatory. That so I don't I don't know I don't even know what I don't even know the answer, dude. I, honestly, I don't know what what solution we got because we're in a position where we're gonna be messed up either way we go. Yeah, it's a no win situation here. Um, you know, you you asked about you know making the trade and 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 getting some trades in here quickly. You know, without AD in there to, uh, uh, you know, to to work in and work some chemistry with a trade, then 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 we're way behind. Well, we're way behind on that situation. So, uh, you know, even if you make a trade, if you, let's just say, you know, they they go for it, and let's say they somehow wheel for a Bradley Beal. Well, that's great, but then you know you get him in here. He's going to have to get adjusted. He's going to have to you know get used to the team, and then all of a sudden a month later, here comes AD, and you got to get adjusted and used to the team again. And we all know that that takes time. It takes a while to build that chemistry and that timing, that timing between the players that is just so desperately needed. Um, again, with 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 the slow start that this team had, they left themselves absolutely no room. No room for error anymore in this season, and you know now we're we're a little bit stuck. We're we're in a bind, and now we're we're on this roller coaster. And we're just gonna have to see you know what happens. That's it. I mean, we have no choice, right? I mean, Money Mike, we're 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 on this roller coaster. It's been you know some it started down, then we had some ups. We thought we turned the corner, and then we're down. Then we're up now with the injury bug hitting us, which it hits every team. But you know when it hits our our really our one 
dominant superstar. LeBron's great, but he's not our dominant superstar anymore, at least this season. Um, that leaves us in a hole. You know, we, we, we can't sound so depressed about this. I mean, you know, it, it's uh, we got we got seeing somehow seeing good vibes. I mean, it definitely is depressing, but it's still it, all star break has not happened yet. Second season hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, can we play 500 ball? At least, you know, maybe or maybe even get up to 500. Yeah, but 500 uh, isn't going to get us into that uh, playoff position if we're talking playoffs. Right. I mean, we're talking playoffs. Otherwise, what are we doing this for? So if 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 if, if we're talking playoffs, we need to play better than 500 ball just because of our slow start. And yeah. I don't know that this team is capable. Uh, they did pull out the win tonight, 119-117, it looks like, against the Washington Wizards. So that's great. Um, they they pulled that out without Anthony Davis from the start. But we're talking about, you know, the, the 12th seed in the East. Yeah, and what's our record, though? How far are we out of uh, first place? Uh, we'll take a look at that. We'll see uh, uh, where we are um, statistics-wise. Um, but I think we're probably from first place, probably about eight, nine games, maybe. Okay. So we're 12 and 16 right now. Um, we're what's it? No, we're sitting the half back. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. But, but other teams going to be searching. We're, we're going down that, that, but everything... Hey, Hey, look, and the Warriors are, are the 11th seed. Yes. That's okay, but I'm, that, I'm talking uh, all the positives. So all, all you're saying is misery loves company. Uh, Stat, does it make you feel any better that the Wizards aren't at the top, even though it's it's New Orleans and I, probably the Suns still up there? Um, you know what? I, I'm I'm taking I'm taking all the wins we can. Um, we gave a lot uh, we gave a lot of those wins away in the beginning of the season uh, to those bottom feeder type teams. Um, so you know we need to now establish that we can beat these teams. Um, um, now, you know, while we have some sort of chemistry, uh, AD going down, um, it does hurt, but like my uh, money said, we need to, uh, look at the positive. However, I'm just finding hard to say when we play against the teams that are in the, the top half uh, of our, our conference, how do we match up with, I know we beat Denver, but I'm not really scared of Denver. You know, even if we get all of a sudden have a new team, I think AD and LeBron beats Denver by themselves. Um, and everybody can pitch in. Um, it's just, a, and, and then the use the use the Warriors is funny because um, we know what they're going to do. You know, they're going to, they're going to go, go on a streak, you know, a, 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 in, a, in a minute, you know, they're, they're having chemistry issues, but they're going to come uh, If they make a trade, if somehow, you know, they trade somebody out, they're going to be right back in the thick of it too. So the problem is they're not dealing with the health issues we're dealing with. You know, and, and and I just don't see how, like 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 you know, Simpson was saying, we you know we're gonna have to have somebody come and acclimate themselves to the play with LeBron, then have to acclimate themselves to playing with Westbrook, then acclimate themselves playing with with AD, and we don't even know if that's gonna work. You know, it's not like a Paul Gasol situation where it was just like a fish to water. Um, it's, it's gonna take some time, and I don't know. We don't have time. Like Simpson said, we. We didn't give ourselves enough wiggle room to absorb any kind of like you know injury of this magnitude. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. yeah. You know, I, I don't know, man. Like, is I mean, I'm just trying to put. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic, you know what I mean? Because I mean, I I I want, I don't want to. Obviously, like you said, uh, Stat Pat, we can't tank the season. Uh, um, is and it's still early. Uh, we're only four games out of. Um, 
uh, been 500. We have been playing good ball. Um, you know, there definitely are players that we do have that can uh, possibly step up. We got Matt Christie was actually shooting, making his threes tonight. Um, Austin Reeves, hopefully the ankle was not that bad. So, you know, he could come back and help us. Um, we'll Bryant, definitely be looking for an update on that. And hopefully they'll give us a little bit more info about th- these injuries. Right. Yeah. Brian um, is uh, 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 kind of he, – <laughs> He, he needs to he, – he had a good game uh, against, against Denver. He was trying really hard today. Um, Kenny, I think uh, hopefully he can play a little bit better. Uh, um, you know, I, But we're not going to get any major improvement from Thomas Bryant. We all love him. He came from South Bay. But he, he kind of is what he is, right? We're not expecting anything. Nobody – you know, the, the magic word in sports – uh, when people are underperforming, is always potential. If they lived up to their to their potential, um, none of us have ever mentioned that Thomas Bryant has a huge ceiling or so much more potential. Um, I think he's playing solid. I think we're getting what we expect from him. Um, I think that's what we'll continue to get from him. But I really don't believe he's all of a sudden going to start playing some all-star caliber ball, and we'll be like, "Wow, you know, we didn't see this coming." Um, I, I think, you know, you, you are what you are at a certain point in, in the season there and, and in your career. Um, I, I'd like to hear from Stat, Stat with, with, with all the rumors we're all hearing here, um, again, you've got, you know, now Bradley Beal, of course, Kyle Kuzma has been a, a little bit vocal. Uh, sounds like he'd love a, another turn at L.A. Um, you've got the Chicago situation. You've got uh, uh, Bojan Bojanovic over there in Detroit. Um out of out of the rumors that you're hearing, what's the trade that you would most like to see? What are you willing to give up, and and how does it help our team? Um, to be honest with you, what are we looking for? We're looking for uh, shooting, and we're also looking for now an inside presence. And if we're thinking about um, what we do, I would have to go back to um, the Miles Turner um, um, Buddy Hill uh, trade, only because it helps us right now. Now. Um, I don't want to give up two first-rounders, but we're at a situation where we were playing high-stakes poker and we were hoping that everything stayed healthy. Now, if you trade for those players that we just get shooting, then we're just basically a perimeter team and we don't have any inside presence. Um, the problem is with, you know, Miles um, Turner, he's going to ask for the world, and I don't really want to pay him that. Um, but at the same time, we're talking about a stopgap or something that's going to help us stay afloat. I think that's our best option. Uh, the other trades that you were saying before, Bojan, I like him, but I think he was like if he's a really good third person, you know, kickouts, you know, attack, you know, the closeouts, really nice shooter, um, able can fill, fill it up, but he will be doing it in a complimentary role. Um, I don't want him to be the go-to, but, you know, hey, with opportunity comes, you know, a lot of people that might step up too. So, I mean, I like the Bojan, um, Bogdanovich trade. Um I wish we had um, DeRozan in the beginning before because I like his mid-range, but his mid-range game fits whatever, but it might clog up the middle, right? Uh, LeBron likes to go to the rack. AD is not operating in the post. Um, DeRozan it can score, but he's also going to be in that mid-range area too. So does that help us offensively? It helps us now, but when AD comes back, does it really help us all the way? Um, the only other trade I would like, um, you know, it would be funny if we traded a first rounder to get 
Kuzma back when we traded a first rounder to send him out. Like it would just be like mind boggling to me to be to trade a first rounder to get Kuzma back. That just tells you the ineptitude of the front office if that's what kind of moves that we're going to try to do to improve this team. Right. And of course, Kuzma's, you know, the, the word is, is that he's looking for a payday next year in the neighborhood of about 20 million. And I, I don't know that the Lakers are going to pay that. So, so, you know, at, at this point, you know, you, we've mentioned, you know, tanking, which doesn't get us anywhere. We've mentioned, you know, trying to get to the playoffs, missing the playoffs. The one thing we haven't mentioned is next season and the season beyond and any trades we make this season will definitely affect that. Um, you know, if, if we make a trade and get rid of these first rounders for a player who might want a payday that we're not going to go ahead and fulfill and he's going to walk at the end of the season anyways, we basically gave away for nothing. Um, if you know, it, 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 it's always t title or bust, but nobody in Lakerland right now is feeling like, especially with the current injuries, um, that, that a title is something that, that, you know, we're in line for this year. So, you know, potentially it, it, it turns out watching what happens to Anthony Davis, um, it might just end up being that we just kind of sit still with what we got right out this year and go from there. Um, money, Mike, uh, should we be reading more into the fact that they haven't released information about Anthony Davis's injury? Um, you know, there's the potential if, if you try and read between the lines that if, if that's a more serious injury, then other teams will look at it as if the Lakers maybe were even more desperate to make a trade. And then the price goes up on some of these players. Um, should we be reading into it that, that we haven't heard anything? Yeah, it's all bad because they said at least a month. You know, you know, they, you know, they, they're using the word indefinitely, which is the word I completely hate. Mm -hmm. And then they said at least a month and they're not saying what it is. So to me, because, you know, I talk to Marco Nunez often, you know, when I start, you know, my mind starts spinning and things like that, it's probably uh, something that they're contemplating on that they want to do surgery on, you know, all this obviously is speculation. Uh, or if they want to do something that's rehab on. And you know it always sucks when it's a non-contact injury. That's always the way. So this guy literally came and did a reverse layup. And then when he landed, he, he um, felt it. He, he felt it and he, and he couldn't continue. Um, and he tried to play through it. So something is, uh, um, you, uh, you know, it's a ligament or a bone or something. Obviously, obviously, you know, it's one of the two things. But, yeah, it's pretty scary because if they're saying at least a month and knowing AD, it's going to be at least a month. So, so Stat, is it is it more of what they're not saying that that is worrisome than, than what they've said? 100%. 100%. 100% agree with uh, money. Um, because you want a definite timetable. And, like, like, we've talked about that word indefinitely on the show you know, consistently because it's so, you know, misleading and so vague, it almost gives them, like, you know what you should be expecting. If it's indefinitely, it's like, okay, well, don't expect them to come back anytime soon. Basically, that's what it means to me. Like, so they say at least a month. I don't believe that. AD is not a quick healer. It's not like he's going to come back before head of schedule. So if they're saying the month, I'm saying, well, guess what, guys? It might be two months. Because I'm going to manage my expectations about AD. I'm not going to say, oh, AD is going to rush himself back. AD didn't even pick up a basketball in the summertime. 
because he didn't really want to, he wanted to get his body right, supposedly. He wanted to make sure that he was healthy and stronger and stuff like that. And he was giving his body enough time to rest. Okay, well, if he's doing that in the offseason and he didn't have no injuries and he was coming off an injury, what are he going to do now when he got injuries? What are he going to do now when he has something like that? So they were being very much, they were being deceptive. I think they were being coy. Um, they're not trying to give us any information other than he's going to be out a month. So just chew on that. When the month come back, we can always tell you he's going to be out another month. Like, they have that discretion. It sucks for us as fans, but at the same time, putting the, slapping the word indefinitely on it, it's like, well, we don't know when this dude's going to come back. You know, that's the problem. You know, I think, like like Money is saying, it's what more of what they're not saying versus what they're saying. Yeah, it's definitely worrisome. Um, I, I, I wish we had something to go off of, uh, a something sprain, a grade one sprain. Um, they're obviously trying to keep expectations down. For, for what we might uh, want or, or want to see from this Anthony Davis injury or when we might expect him back. They don't want any expectations. They don't want to be held to it at all. Um, do we stand a chance at all without Anthony Davis, Money Man? I mean, no, we, we definitely can win the championship. Um, hopefully. Can we get to the playoffs um, at all? We got to play really well because, I mean, you know, even when we was going back, we were just talking a few minutes ago about, you know, who we like to get come on our team. To, nobody's going to help us. Right, so you know, there is no we're, defining we're, player out there that's right. going to make a big difference. And, and, and everybody we want to give up, the Westbrook was always the piece that they kind of was dangling out there. But this guy's getting triple doubles and double doubles and getting you know, uh, three, four turnovers a game, you know, and he's been really, really effective for the Lakers. So that's something you don't want to give up now. And I don't really see anything other than you know, somebody wouldn't mind getting off my team, but nobody's going to. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. Money. So it, 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 I, I don't know what we could do other than try to focus with what we have. Maybe get somebody and free agent. Look, look, look down in the G League. Maybe it, it, it was a. I can't think of that guy's name, but he he, uh, he was a walk on. It wasn't not South Bay Lakers, but I see if I can find his name. But he's been averaging thirty points a game. Yeah, it's uh, always hard to see if that translates. Um, do you think, do you think guys that were looking, you know, for the wrong, uh, uh, chemistry components, you know, when we sit here, we're thinking, you know, who will work with LeBron and AD? Well, AD's injured now. We don't know when he'll be back. Obviously we're not counting him out completely, but we don't know when he'll be back. The fact they're not giving us any information doesn't look good. Uh, you mentioned that someone who has been somewhat consistent for us, even though he has his flaws is Westbrook. Stat, should we be looking for a trade partner that can help Westbrook excel and help that squad uh, maybe make a difference and hope that the LeBron uh, starters can just hold their own and then excel with a Westbrook duo, someone who runs tandem with Westbrook on that bench? And if so, who would that be? Obviously a pick-and-roll player. But 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 who would that be, and, and who might we go after if instead we're trying to capitalize on Westbrook's game? Yeah, because it's going to be very interesting, right? When we, we were talking about um, uh, Westbrook's um, a number of a uh, number of assists he gets a game, and how many the percentages of those assists go to AD. So now it's going to be interesting to see how he plays without AD getting like half of a half or two thirds of his assists per game, and he's going to make – because his turnover has been down, but it's down because he's literally being laser-focused and trying to get the ball into 
to to Davis. Now that that's not there, who is who? Like we would have to get, like you said, another pick and roll kind of place to the person. But who who can that be? How can we trade for that person? And most importantly, how can we not? I mean, how can we make the right trade and not you know succumb to basically the Laker tax? Because like you said before, it, it, right now the the league knows we're in desperation mode. So if we're in desperation mode, that's when the price of the brick goes up. You know what I'm saying? That's when they're, everybody's going to be trying to come and fleece the Lakers for whatever they can get because they know the Lakers need to make a move to just stay afloat. And that's where we're at. We're looking at moves that we can stay afloat. So if we're talking about the Vucevic uh, um, um, from Chicago, if, if, if that's the kind of move that we got to do, we got to do something like that because we need some kind of inside presence to even even think about making it to the playoffs because to put all our rest on, uh, you know, finding a partner for Westbrook and then have a LeBron just do LeBron things, you know, and then we have all these these role players. It's just um, it's just I don't I don't see how it's going to happen. You know, I, I just I just think we just need to get somebody like say a big man that's going to come and help us. But I'm just scared that the asking price is at least two first rounders. Yeah, they're, they're, they always, you know, the Lakers always seem to pay dearly uh, for their trades a little bit more than any other squad would pay. Uh, Patrick Jones, you're right. You know, seeing uh, AD on the bench and kind of walking around, um, you know, uh, uh, is always a good sign. But you, you can't not look into the fact that they're not telling us what's going on. Um, now, I, you know, I, I'm going to guess that that's more uh, gamesmanship against, you know, other teams and for trades. Um, stop panicking and let these play out. Of course, that that's the moniker for the Lakers this whole season. Stop panicking and let it play out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what we like to do. That, hey. That's exactly what the whole season is yeah, about. We, we don't have too many – we ain't got too many choices. Right. I mean, that's basically – we're going to have to sit down and just hold our butts, man, and just watch this thing go. But, you know, at the same time, I, I, don't, I, wish, I wish we were in a better position. Like, I mean, I guess that goes without saying, but – I mean, I don't. I, I I have faith in the players. I don't have faith in the people making the decisions. So that's where I'm at yeah. with this. You know right. what I'm saying? I can the go front ahead. Front office and, questionable. Right. I can give them the. I can give the players the benefit of the doubt, and I can say, "You guys go ahead and do what we're gonna do." But you know, people have been screaming, screaming for trades, and we've been hearing they was dangling the carrot in front of our face every day. You know, we got that December 15th deadline right now. More people available to be. Who are these more people then? Like who's these more people that that is going to be available on the fifteenth that we were supposed to hold on to, and now we're here. What is the eighteenth? Then um, like, and it was like, okay, so what do we? You know what I'm saying? Like, where did these new, you know, list of people that we were able to go ahead and okay, man, we could pluck pluck one of these guys just for sec two second rounders. I'm looking at people think we can make trades with two second rounders. The Lakers, two yeah. second rounders, nah. We will never make a trade with just a player and a second rounder, and we feel like you were going to get it. So I'm, I'm with I'm with P. Johns. You know, I, I I hear what he's saying. Like, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm panicking or anything. But look, man, enough enough is enough is enough. And I was going to curse, man, because I'm at this point. Enough is enough, dude. We got to go ahead and either we buck up and we start playing. I like Max Christie. I'm cool. Maybe he was going to be the person to unlock our offense because he looked like he could shoot. Or we just got to be like, okay, front office, what are you doing for this team? Because it looks like they're not giving a damn. And I don't want to keep hearing them move the goalposts. Sorry, like, 
what closer you get the deadline, that's where all the trades are, you know, more people come. That's the that's that's what we're that's what we're hearing. It's almost like they're just dangling the carrot, placating us, letting us get all, you know, pretty much I just I'm I'm so frustrated with this team. And like I said, I don't want to sound like I'm panicking, but damn at the same time, man, what what else am I gonna do right now? I don't say I have no faith. Faith in what? What am I putting yeah. faith in? Yeah, we, we gotta keep calm. Hey, we got we got club on on here. Uh, blink your guys' mic if you guys have a comment. Maybe maybe we can um you guys can help us figure out what, what needs to be done. You know, other other than just uh, don't panic. Um, what we're gonna do, guys? You you have a said anyway. Yeah, go ahead, crispy. Okay, yeah, guys. Um, I honestly believe that it's nothing to panic about. I like how our squad is balling without AD. Um, we missed him last game. Thomas Bryant had 21.6 rebounds. Tonight he had a double-double. I think he's ready to step up to the plate, to be honest. And I feel like the supporting cast is ready to step up to the plate as well. I feel like without AD, we do like a lot of run-and-gun offense, which I love a lot. Um, on top of that, we see a lot of more a lot more pick-and-rolls. Um, Damian Jones was – he was ex- – Exclusive for us off the bench tonight, which helped us out in this win tonight as well. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's too much to worry about. Um, as far as the AD injury, I think AD is going to be out for at least um, five to seven weeks. I think he's just, he. I think it's a it's a real injury. I don't think we want to disclose it right now. Um, maybe like a mid ankle sprain, but yeah, I see him being out for about five to seven weeks. And it's funny because um, last game. I had initially said that on Twitter that he'd be out for several weeks and nobody believed me. But um yeah, I I don't think it was pretty a pretty good injury. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I, I love your optimism, Crispy. So yeah, I mean that, I, I do great. too. Uh, do you think Crispy, we're talking trades here, of course, too. Do is there a trade rumor that you like um that you wish would get done? Hey, from my understanding, I will Okay, let me let me start off by saying this. I would love to have Bogdanovich come in. Um, he'd be crucial when it comes to three-point shooting for us, which we, you know, critically need. But also, at the end of the day, as bad as I want to get rid of Pat Bev, <laughs> I mean, I, I really don't. Pat Bev, as a person, I like him. As a basketball player, I don't like him. Um, as bad as I want to get rid of him, I don't think it's – it's in our right will to make a trade right now. I want to see, I want to sit back, you know, lay back and see how our team operate without AD. Um, Cause AD has been the pivotal movement for our squad right now when it comes to success of winning ball games. So I would like to just sit back and see how we operate without AD right now for a while. Well, there's, there's no question crispy that if this team's able to maintain and by maintain, we say, you know, play 60%, win 60% of their games, that, that you know, anything better than 500, really, um, then that 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 actually bodes pretty well for, for this team when AD gets back. And, and, you know, there's plenty of time for AD to get back, to get healthy, and to get, you know, rolling again, and um, to help us, you know, hit, hit a stride that can help lead us to, you know, a, potentially a playoff run. AD was the one who said, hey, you know, regardless of regular season schedule, nobody wants to see us in the playoffs. And that's true. You know, nobody wants to see this team healthy uh, in the playoffs uh, because anything can happen. They know that Uh, the Lakers are, you know, never an easy out. Uh, We play with pride. We play with heart. 
we have history uh, that stands behind us and that somewhat drives this squad. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and maybe you're right. Sometimes the best move is not making a move at all. So uh, with that, uh, really quick again, Crispy, are, are you happy that, that Palika has been patient with this and, you know, may look to, you know, wait until more when the, where the uh, trade deadline approaches uh, before he makes a move or chooses to make a move? I mean, yes and no, because um, I, I, I would have put the trigger with um with the whole Pacers trade talk, you know. I, me personally, I would have put that trigger. I think you'd have got two young guys to come in to fill the void. Um, at the at the same time, with AD being hurt right now, you made a very like pivotal point where you said that um you know AD would be coming up like a you know a five to six week um, rest, so he'd be fresh and ready. And I think our squad will keep up with performance base wise. I think we keep up um, with the pack. So um, we still have some momentum going into like New Year. Um, I see AB coming back around the second week of January. Um, he won't be able, he won't be out for too long, but you know, get him in his break, and um, he deserve it. He, he's been balling so far. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still feeling pretty um, upright about our squad right now. I have no worries. Gotcha. Is 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 sixty percent about what what you're hoping to get out of this squad and wins? Oh yeah. I, I see 60%. It's funny because we had a game room tonight and we were talking about 60-40 um, when it came to the Lakers' success. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that, that's probably the number, right? We just have to do better than 500 because we've already given away so many games. Um, Money, your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, look, I, I hope that they play um, – uh, they're able to, to get above 500. I think that's the first goal. Yeah, the first goal is to get 500. Yep. The second goal is to get above 500. And then if we're able to do that, if we're able to be play 500 ball with, um, you know, where the Warriors are and all these, uh, and all these other teams, I think actually are really going to be there at the end. Um, I think we, we could definitely, if, a, if AD comes back, we could definitely be contenders and, and, uh, um, and be able to probably make some noise in playoffs. See, Patrick's, Patrick Johns here. P. Johns, uh, thanks for joining us as always, Patrick. We love having you. Uh, you're always coming up with some good things here. Um, you know, there, there is a time, and I, the time's now, that you have to start thinking about the next season. you got to start thinking about, you know, don't want to trade too many parts, too many players, uh, too many picks for either a player you're not going to re-sign or, or something along those lines. Um, you, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. So, um, you know, uh, they've got to be really smart with this. That's for sure. They've got to be really smart. Um, uh, what we're going to do here, we're a little bit late, but what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break as we always do. Uh, we will be right back. As always, you are watching the Profanity Nation. We are the voice of the professional fan here on the Infinity Studio streaming channel, and we will be right back.
United One Protection Services. With over 30 years of experience, United One Protection Services has more expertise and knowledge than the other security companies combined. Residential, commercial, municipal, or institutional, United One Protection Services does more than just security. We protect your livelihood. United One Protection Services. Hi, I'm Renee Starms of the Starms Agency. Do you know why 97% of startups fail? It's because they don't have the proper exposure. So for the first time ever, Infinity Studios and the Starms Agency have come together to provide you with the Little Guys Big Marketing Package. Now this is for local Los Angeles businesses who are ready to launch, relaunch, or simply expose their business to grow. With this package, you're going to receive six months of online and offline marketing tactics in a customized plan for your business. You're also going to get a professional TV quality commercial filmed in an 1800 square foot studio with multiple screening options. So if you're ready to grow, go ahead and click that link. We also have financing available. I'm looking forward to chat with you. Click the link and let's go. Hey, thank you. We're back here. We are the Profanity Nation podcast, voice of the professional fan. As usual, talking Los Angeles Lakers and NBA. We've got Stat Pat on the road doing what he's got to do to join the show. Money Mike in-house and Clubhouse on the mic here. Uh, 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 the Los Angeles Lakers fan club in Clubhouse and Crispy and everybody there who we love so much. Thank you guys so much for taking part. It's always such a important part of our show. Um, let's continue the talk here, guys. Okay, so um, how heartbroken? We'll go to stat on this one. Okay, uh, there's always you, you know we we talked about as far as you know trades, trading pieces. Let's just assume a trade's going to get done. Generally, you've got to put in some kind of sweetener in there, and if it's not going to be one of these first round picks, uh, it's going to be a player with some potential. How heartbroken would you be? to see a Austin Reeves included in a Bradley Beal or a, um, you know, Bogdanovich or even the, the trade with Chicago. Um, do you think that would be something that, that would be worth it, Stat, or would that be heartbreaking? It would be heartbreaking uh, for me because I like my glue guys. I'm a really – I'm a big glue guy kind of person, and I like the ones that fly under – the players like to fly under the radar. Um, and the fact that we always find ourselves having to throw in a player like that to, um, you know, to sweeten deals. It is, I know we have a great, one thing I can tell you one, about the Lakers, um, they have a great scouting department. That's so, sure. you know, they're, 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 they find diamonds in the rough. They mean, they do. Um, but I wish we could keep all our diamonds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish... At one point, we don't have to give away those things. I mean, it looks like listen, when, when I saw Max Christie start throwing, I'm like, oh, there he goes. That's another guy that's going to be in the deal. He's going to be in the deal. If he start balling, they're going to throw him in the deal. Um, more likely, probably throw somebody else in the deal. Because, like we, like you said, we don't have that many assets. But young assets, they will, might feel that they're disposable. So, I I, I mean, it's what, it's, what can we do? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what can we do at this point? Um, we got to ride it out. Everyone likes their – everyone likes how the Lakers are. Everyone wants us to stand pat. Okay. All right. Let's stand pat. Now, if we stand pat, let's look at that schedule. I don't know if you guys see the schedule, but of the next seven players, seven teams that we're playing, I think five of those seven teams are above 500. So just by based on – virtual on just we got seven, seven games, when is anybody else going to start panicking when it comes to the record? I mean, is two or five going to get the juices moving? Is one and six? Is three? You know, what are we talking about here? Because I'm looking at that schedule and looking at the, what, you know, we have. Hopefully we do play well. But if we're now two and five, I don't know how. I mean, look, maybe I should just not <laughs> be on the show because I'm a hack the old ass, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to basically stand, stand down. But you know, I'm looking at looking at us going into the storm, and we ain't got no life preservers. So it's what it is. Gotcha. So so next seven games. Look, you know, you, you know what I hate about the Lakers for the 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 culture that's been literally like the five six years is every time we get this great diamond in the rough, it's like they're auditioning for another team. We get rid of right, as quick right. as we, we can. We we get them. Oh my God, what a great eye! And then we just get rid of. It was like we never have. It's like we don't even have intention on keeping that dominant rough, where we can have them on that contract. Where you know what, first three four years we ain't gonna pay them that much, but they and they're outplaying that contract. It's like you know that helps our salary cap and everything. It, it seems like every time we get somebody. That that is outperforming themselves, we get rid of them for some main brand player, and to me, that's the most frustrating thing because, you know, I think sometimes we could, we should stay packed, and maybe in a couple of years that person could be, you know, and uh, uh, with us, asset to us, <clears throat> and actually be maybe a star on the team. Like Stat said, you know, these players that end up being kind of the glue, the X factor, they're not the marquee player. They're, you're not going to see their name on the marquee. You're not going to see them um, in the all-star game. But they make the difference on a championship team. They always do. Those are always the guys that make the difference. They're always the guys that seem to hit that big shot when it counts. Um, the Derek Fishers and so forth. You yeah. know, it just, it just seems like they're the guys that that drive the momentum. And you're right, the, the Lakers and and this this you know predates Palinka. You know, they 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 see these guys, and I, I think that they they value them as fool's gold. And they go, well, other teams see this and they see them as good players. We're just going to go ahead and try and cash out now because we think that he's playing above what he'll play next year or ever. He's just riding a high. Let's get rid of him. Um, and, you know, in some cases, you know, I mean, look, I haven't heard the name Taylor Hurt and Tucker this year. I haven't seen any right. highlights with, 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 you know, THT. Um, but. Then you look at some of the other players where you have a Kuzma, Brandon Ingram. You've got, you know, the list goes on and on. Man, I, I know, I know our uh, friend Lisa Atzerod. Yeah, that uh, for Utah, Jordan Clarkson. She she texted me about a couple of weeks ago. Said thank you very much for <laughs> for Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, you know she these players, the, these guys. You know they they you know on the Lakers. Yeah, sure they may not 
you know, make it to the all-star game, but they're all, they're all-stars for us and right. Lakers fans see him as all-stars. And someone like a Jordan Clarkson is still very beloved in Los Angeles. Right. Um, now, of course, speaking of Utah, they have fallen back down to earth after their, you know, strong start. Yeah. So, so their, their record now more uh, suits, you know, where we might've expected to see them. That's for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, at, at the end, you know, we're just going to have to see, you know, where this team kind of, settles out uh you know i think we kept saying this the next five to ten games you know will tell a lot well really the next five to ten games may tell the season um if if we go you know two and eight over the next ten games you know the the season's pretty much a wash um if if we can hold to that 60 40 like we were talking about with crispy and in uh the fan club over there at los angeles lakers uh fan club and clubhouse is talking about um, then we stand a chance, you know? Yeah. And I mean, there's a reason for AD to come back. If not, there's no reason to rush him back. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we got to hope that they'll be able to uh, maintain. I, and, and look, I, I'm, I'm looking at who we have on the court. We still have Westbrook. Uh, we still have LeBron. Um, we are going up against um, some, but I think our next game. We'll assume Reeves Phoenix. is going to be back. Yeah. We'll I, I know our next game is with Phoenix. I know we got Orlando. Um, you know, coming up, uh, it, it's a, it's a deep, like, like Pat, Stat Pat said, it's a, um, above 500, um, schedule, but yeah, man, we, we got to play 60, 40, you know, uh, pull, we, we got to pull out every game, any game that we're close to in that we're battling in. We got we got to pull out, uh, you know, pull off those games. We got to win those games. Absolutely. We money, can't get those close games. Away no money, Mike. Yeah. You got to have a balance today? I do. I do. All right. Do. Uh, we always, as you know, you guys, uh, and at the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse, you know how we finish the show. We finish the show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. It's really easy, everybody. Money Mike's going to share his thoughts or opinions on a topic, and he just wants to know if those thoughts are in bounds or out of bounds. Money Mike, you've got the mic. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I'm coming back in my LeBron hat on this one. Uh, 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 Chris, I'm gonna need your help on this. Uh, Stat Pat, I already know what you're gonna say, but I'm 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 gonna ask a question like this. LeBron James has been with us for five years now, five six years. Mm -hmm. I say he still should not have his number retired based on the play he's been playing with the Lakers. I have not seen anything extraordinary. That he has done performance wise to the point where he deserved his number to be retired. Am I out of bounds to say that LeBron James, based on the play that he's had as a Laker, as a Laker, he should not have his number retired as a Laker? Am I out of bounds to say? Let's go. Step. You're not out of bounds. All right. Oh, oh we jumped somebody, in. Somebody, somebody. Who, who's I that? I know that voice. That was the. That's Beauty and my husband. You're not a bounce. We agree. All right. All right, Beauty. All I right. appreciate you. Thanks. Nice. So you don't want to see that jersey hanging up. Well, it's not that we yet. don't want to see it. Not yet. It's not that we don't want he to see it. it yet. All we're saying is, based on how he's performed as a Laker, he, he he's not worthy to have his number retired. Beauty, thank you very much. Since we're at Clubhouse, Crispy, give me something. Hey, money back. Money, money, push back. I'm gonna say you definitely out of bounds this week, my man. Um, I feel like LeBron, he's he's crossing barriers right now. You know, he's breaking 
We're not talking about crazy. We we only talking about in Laker uniform. What has he done in Laker uniform? He's doing this in Laker uniform, though. No, he's breaking. No, no, he's breaking still. Come on, Mike. You can't do that, Chris. He's breaking. You can't do he's that. He's breaking store records. He's going to break uh, the all-time scoring record come this, February. This is, this like, is coincidence. Come on, man. Those, those, this, this is I, I, I have to, you know, Crispy, I have to jump in on this, Simska. Uh, this most of those are longevity records. And so you're, you're talking about a, the longevity of a career. Absolutely. So, you know, in the, the respect of the NBA and what he's done, yes, absolutely. But if you take as a microchasm and just take his stats – as a Laker, what he's done for the Lakers and where he, he is assisted with the Lakers and what he's he's brought to this town, this city, and this team, um, you may see it a little different. Uh, I mean, you know. look at Jenny Buss, Crispy. The, oh. reason, the reason why she retired both number eight and number 24, because as she said, that's because number eight had a Hall of Fame career and number 24 had a Hall of Fame career. Now, you're telling me Le- uh, LeBron James Laker has had a Hall of Fame career. The long, just, just the last five years is worthy of okay. a return. Okay, Money Mike, how about this? <clears throat> Next week, I'm going to challenge us. Okay. We have to break down the last five years that LeBron has been a Laker. That's fair. Okay. See exactly what his stats are. Okay, that's fair. See exactly where he matched up with everybody else. Okay. To really like solidify this here. Okay. All right. And then I may then I may agree, agree you out of bounds. But as of now, as it stands from what I have seen my own two eyes, yep. LeBron has been balling in the last five years, you know? Okay. Without right. him, we wouldn't be nothing. Okay. All right. I gotta give him that credit where you know what? We, you know what? We're gonna have a two week hiatus because of the holiday. So I'm gonna do that's okay. gonna be that's gonna be my homework. And so you bet you 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 better start be the year. We're going to come back with, the with and and we'll even title the show "Bron James Under a Microscope." And what we'll do Last is, is we'll compare uh, his Laker career with the current NBA during that time span. Where does he rank in those numbers? Um, and and what have the Lakers done with those numbers? Because as we know, as we know. It, you could be the best player in the league, but if your team's not making the playoffs, you're not getting that MVP title. Your yeah. team, no, and I, I just want—I'm sorry—I just want to add to that. LeBron has only brought us one chip, only one, and then basically we're 500. The, the if you look at his play, uh, record uh, as a Laker, he's only about—he uh, he was only what 10, 15 games above 500 uh, at the time, and now we're, we're probably right at about 500. But anyway, like I said. You know, we got two weeks hiatus. Stat Pat, you rocking with me or not? All right, so let me let me. So I I hear the one chip argument. So I'm gonna just play devil's advocate at this point. All right. So, um, can anybody tell me how many chips that uh Elder Baylor put on the wall? Hey, hey, I'm playing devil's advocate. Don't give me the other stuff. Answer my question. Answer the question. Answer the well, question. Okay. Wait a Answer minute. the question. Well, but is the how chip? Many did, the how only- many? How many did West put on the board? Answer the question. How many did Wilt put on the board? Answer the question. What? How many but, did, um, did Gail Goodwin? Not, yeah. But, 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 stat, but that, that's never been period. the defining factor for the Lakers. The defining factor for the Lakers has always been a title and Hall of Fame numbers. Hall of Fame numbers in the Lakers jersey. So, so LeBron so, James, what, what is what is his what what is his what aren't his Hall of Fame numbers? Because if we do break down his career, 
And like I said, I play devil's we're advocate. We're talking about his career stat. Career we, as a Laker. We, we, we only talk about we're talking, Are we talking about money. career record or are we talking about his stats? Are we talking about we're his talking record about, as a Laker? We're talking about only, only his, his record career. as a Laker. You're saying his, his record. Laker as, we're not talking about stats. We're talking about his record as a Laker. We're talking about, we're talking about his, uh, LeBron James' performance as a Laker does not warrant his number, his performance. It's so what, what 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 constitutes a bad performance based on what criteria? His stats? My what what I'm basically saying, basically this is my argument. My argument is everybody that's on that wall have Hall of Fame caliber numbers in the Laker uniform. Has LeBron James put up Hall of Fame? We're going to find out. We're going to find out to start 2023, and we're going to settle it once and for all. Because if he does, and if he does have those numbers, then you got to give it to him. Because that is the criteria. If he's he's averaging 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists, I'm going to jump in and say, happy birthday, Albert. I'm glad you got to see them win. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Tracy Wilson. Yep, yep. Crispy. All right, happy birthday, Albert. All good. Happy birthday, Albert. I just got off the crypto arena. I'm in the car now. Oh, congratulations. You brought us the win. Great atmosphere. I love it. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, guys. Hey, man. All right, everybody. It was a good atmosphere in that arena. Excellent, excellent. All right, we're running late, guys. We appreciate it. Hey, Crispy, Albert, happy birthday. Everybody, thank you for joining. Thank you for taking part in the show. Everybody have a great holiday. Have a great new year. We will be back to start 2023, and we're going to put LeBron James under the microscope. That will be our first show coming back. Crispy, you're going to be a big part of that, so be ready. Stat Pat, thank you for doing what it took to join the show tonight. We know you hit some traffic and some snags, but we appreciate you being here. To everybody else watching Mm -hmm. and following, have a safe holiday. Have a safe new year. To everyone, God bless. We are the Profanity Nation. Absolutely. We are the Profanity Nation podcast, voice of the professional fan. Only here on Infanity Studio streaming channel. Coming up next is the waiver wire with Marco Nunez, former head athletic trainer for the Los Angeles Lakers, and our boy Money Mike. They're going to go ahead and fill you in on fantasy football injury reports. You'll find it here as well on the Infanity Studio streaming channel. We'll see you later. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Peace.